Welcome back to the Emergency Goalies. This week we've got a little bit of a different format as my co-host, Michael Ernst, is out traveling and was not available to be on this week's pod. So I went with Mario Tribiasi of Bleacher Nation, Blackhawks, who knows a lot about everything Blackhawks. Covers everything for Bleacher Nation and writes great articles and is a very good Twitter follow. And I just brought him on and we talked about this week's Blackhawks games. And, um, of course, the big uh, issue is the hit on Jujar Kara, which uh, sent him to the hospital. Luckily, he's doing all right, but me and Mario talked about possible suspension for the hit, and there was no suspension, so I guess we were disappointed on that one, but sure seemed like it should have been a suspension, but whatever, that's what the NHL wanted to do, so anyway, here is Mario, and it's a good interview. Yeah, my normal co-host, Michael Ernst, uh, was unavailable this week, so I want to thank you for uh, being willing to jump on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. All right, so a mixed week for the Blackhawks. I honestly, uh, if they didn't have to play the Rangers, it would have been a good week. But they uh, went two and two, couple of shootout wins, and they look better under Derek King, but. Of course, still no offense, but uh, what do you think of the Blackhawks this last week? Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, outside of playing the Rangers, they didn't do so bad. Um, you know, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's it, it's good to, um, you know, the, the first game against the Rangers this week was a lot better than, than last night's was, obviously. Um, but playing a team like that, who is at the top of the league, um, twice in, in a span of a few days is, is a good barometer to see where the team is at. Um, the shootout wins, obviously it's, you know, at this point in the, in the season, like getting wins is, is the most important thing, whatever way they come, especially for a team like Chicago, where they're, they're trying to climb out of the bottom of the league, um, getting wins in, in the shootout and overtime, like that's all well and good. Two points is two points, but they're going to need to, to, to start making people believe more that, you know, what, what they're seeing in the, in the, in the win column is, is actually believable and sustainable. They're going to start needing to win games more convincingly and in regulation. There's no three on three overtime in the playoffs. There's no shootouts mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Like you, you have to be able to, uh, to produce uh, in, in, in regulation and, and produce at five on five. And those are two areas where the Blackhawks are struggling this year. So while defensively, you know, things are, things are going well um, since, uh, since the coaching change, goaltending has uh, turned a corner as well with uh, Kevin Lincoln and Ann Mark Andre Fleury. Um, You know, that's, that's, that's great. That's half the battle, but the the other half offensively, they need to uh, need to be able to, to, to find more timely goals and, and find it across the roster. And uh, you know, it's just, as we are saying, you know, you got to get more than two goals at some point. It's very hard to win scoring two goals a game. You can, you can do it. 
but it's not easy. Yeah. And, and the, you know, the, the defense in front of the flurry and Lincoln in this to start the season was not good. Um, you know, we, it was kind of the same old song and dance Blackhawks allowing a ton of chances, allowing a ton of shots on net and forcing the goalies to, to stand on their head to even have a chance to compete. And um, it just wasn't working. And, you know, I, I don't think schematically there's much difference with what Jeremy Colleton was doing and what Derek King are doing is doing currently. Um, you know, King in Rockford is, you know, he's trying to get those guys ready to, to come up to the NHL and, and, and play for the Blackhawks under, under the, the scheme and the head coach that, that is in the NHL at the time. So in Rockford, they were running the same, same defensive system because they're, they're teaching it as you go up. So King coming up to the NHL, he's not, he wasn't implementing anything really new in schematically defensively. Um, we've seen maybe a little bit of a, of a tweak here and there, but it's not much different than what, what was being run with Colleton. And I just, just think, uh, do they just like more effort or what do you think is? Yeah. I, I mean, I think the, the, the head coaching change was necessary because I think, you know, I don't really have much, you know, to back it up. Obviously players are going to defend their coach um, publicly, but, you know, I, I think there was a disconnect in the locker room and I think there, there was one for a while um, between the players and, and Colleton, not all of them, but some of them. And I think some of the more prominent players in the locker room may or may not have been fully on board uh, with him. And, you know, when you, you, you look a, a lot into the body language and the way the team responds on the ice and the beginning of this season, it was just, you know, it was it, one, one goal would turn into two would turn into three and then the game would be out of reach. Um, and that happened too often. And, you know, it was, it was easy to pile on, uh, you know, for the opponents to pile on when they're playing the Blackhawks. And I think Derek King came in and I, you know, I think it, the, the change of voice is one thing, but I think changing it to, um, you know, a, a coach who is more of a player's coach, I think. Um, I think a, a coach that a lot of the players will respect more from his playing experience um, between King and Carlton. You know, uh, King played at some, somewhere like 800, 900 NHL mm-hmm. games. I don't know off the top of my head, but somewhere in that, mm-hmm. in that realm uh, compared to Carlton, who was – like you know, a, a couple NHL games, years, yeah, yeah, back and forth between the NHL and AHL. You know, it, it makes a difference, um, and I think he's, you know, his personality allows players to to be a bit more loose, and that was, you know, one of his intentions when he came in was to get them to loosen up and, you know, play yeah. more and think less on the ice. And I think mm-hmm. those, and I think those things, that, yeah. I think those things have made a big difference. Um, you know, and, and I think the F, I think the, the effort you see too like you, like you were mentioning, I think the effort is there now uh, more than it was at the beginning of the season. Blackhawks are towards the top of the league in in block shots uh, defensively. And, um, you know, they, they didn't make a change uh, in, in their goaltending coach. Uh, Jimmy Waite's still there, mm-hmm. but uh, something with the goaltenders uh, clicked, especially quick, yeah. for Marc-Andre Fleury. He's, he's looking much more like uh, the, the Fleury that we all expected was coming to Chicago um, than the one that we saw at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so obviously the offense is going to need, we've got to bring it. You got Kane, you know, Seth Jones is providing assistance. Though. But obviously you need scoring from elsewhere. And should I read anything like 
Kirby Doc finally scored. Can we hope maybe this is the start of like a run for Kirby? Well, you hope. Um, you know, he he got a goal last night in the in the in the loss, snapping a 17 game goal drought. I mean, that's that weighs on a player. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see what Jonathan Taze is going through, having yes, not yes. scored all season. Um, you know, you, you hope that getting one like like he did is is something that can boost his confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think with Kirby, with young players, uh, a lot of the times, um, building confidence at the NHL level is is very important. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, in his rookie season, he came in and and you know he was a rookie, he wasn't wasn't expecting to uh come in and, and light up the league right away and he held his own in, in his first year and the year got cut short and um you know i think going into last season he was coming in with a lot of confidence yes. you know off off the off of his rookie year he was named captain of team canada at the mm-hmm. world juniors and then boom breaks his breaks his wrist misses two-thirds of the season comes back mm-hmm. not fully healthy and even even then you know not fully healthy, still put up 10 points in 18 games, but you know, you could see that he was, he was playing hurt and it was hindering him. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, last season might've sucked a lot of confidence out of him and the way the season has started, it hasn't really helped to build it up all that much. So, no, no. so yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, getting, getting the one last night snaps a streak and hopefully it can, mm-hmm. it can lead to uh, lead to more production moving forward. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's an interesting he's an interesting case. Cause he was, he was a, a you know, third overall pick, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of people, mm-hmm. including myself expect him to be, you know, a, a part of the future of the franchise, Yeah, yeah. but it's just, it's some, some something there now, you know, he's played over hundred NHL games, something there now is starting to look a little bit more like he's not necessarily mm-hmm. the, the, the top star. I think the Blackhawks yeah, the, is the worry but, um, starting, the worry yeah. starting to grow up a little bit. Yeah. I feel, I feel, I still believe in him though, but because he's big, he's like a power forward, and sometimes they take a little longer to develop. That's what I'm. That's what I'm putting my hopes in. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Phys- physical maturity is something that that comes along, and you know when when you have a big player like that, like like Kirby is, um, you know it takes some time for them to kind of fully grow into their into their bodies and into their frames, and how to mm-hmm. utilize that properly. Uh, you know at the NHL level is something that, that takes some time. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still hopeful too. I, I still think he's going to be, you know, a, a long-term piece of the, of the puzzle. Um, it, it just seems like maybe where that piece fits in is, is going to evolve a little bit. Yeah. And obviously like, I guess the, um, it could end up being like a Dylan Strom situation, which you hope it's not, but I mean, Dylan Strom was the third overall pick. So we've mm-hmm. seen this happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Strom's uh, a, a similar case study where you know he's he's a big guy, but he's not necessarily a, a physical player. Um, third overall pick. I mean, it, it's you look at the uh, you know his his draft year. You go McDavid, Eichel, Dylan Strom. That's uh, quite the drop off from from one and two to three. Um, so, you know, you're, you're hoping that, uh, you know, Hughes and, and uh, you know, Caco Capo and Kirby Doc doesn't see the same kind of uh, yeah. kind of well, drop I, off. I, I will say Kirby Doc is faster than Strom foot speed wise. So, yeah, you know, skating that 
that's one thing I will say. They're not exactly the same. Right. Yeah. And I think too, I think the, what going into, you know, what I was saying before, I think what we're seeing and in, in, in kind of evolving with Kirby doc is I'm not so certain at whatsoever. You know, I haven't really seen anything that, that convinces me that he's actually prepared or um, has, has the tools to be a top six NHL center. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. With know, the face ups. Yeah. Yeah. With his, with his career face off percentage in, in the mid thirties. Um, and he's been used for, you know, over a hundred games, he's been used primarily mm-hmm. as a center. I, I just don't, I just don't think it's, it's there. Obviously the, the, the wrist injury makes a, makes a mm-hmm. difference, but even, you know, even as a rookie, what was it, the, it, it um, really wasn't there. Yeah. What was the stat that they, I think it was um, Lazarus or someone that um, when they tried um, Patrick Kane at center, like 10 years ago, he had yeah. a better faceoff percentage than, than Kirby doc. Yeah, the 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 Kane at center experiment that was the I think the 2011-12 season, and yeah, he was somewhere at sub like forty one or forty two percent something like that. Um, it's not the only reason he didn't work as a center, but it's mm-hmm. a contributing factor when you have someone in your top six. Uh, you know, as, as your one or two center, you don't want them in the low forties and in, or in the thirties. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's interesting to see where where Strom or um sorry, well where Doc will end up going mm-hmm. um, in his in his future, whether it's you know if they're going to continue to try and make him work at center or um, eventually maybe move him to the wing mm-hmm. uh, full time. We'll see what happens, but yeah, I still think he's 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 a part of the future and and um, would love to see him score some more because you know he's he's creating chances. Um, I you yeah. know I, I wrote I wrote recently about the Blackhawks offensive, uh, you know, ineptitude. And um, it's not for a lack of trying. I mean, Kirby doc mm-hmm. is, is, is one of the players that is, is creating a, a number of chances just individually for himself um, when he's on the, when he's on, on the ice. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's with, with doc and with um, you know, guys like Taze and, and Dominic Kubelik, these guys who are expected to score a lot of goals mm-hmm. um you know, the chances are there. It's just the, uh, the, the, the finishing hasn't been what it needs to be. So, um, you know, we're, we're getting deeper into the season, but I'm still holding out that, you know, that eventually there will be uh, some sort of floodgates opening and, and, and the offense will be there. So a little bit on the defense, just uh, Murphy got hurt, of course, and McCabe yep. had personal matters with his family. I hope whatever that is, it, it works out, but, um, they didn't play and it, you know, didn't really miss them either, which is probably not a good sign, but. Well, I think, I think you, you know, you, those are two of the three guys that, that eat up the most minutes, mm-hmm. um, you know, proven NHL veterans. I mean, that's there, there's a big difference between, you know, playing Connor Murphy and Jake McCabe than yes. there is playing, you know, Wyatt Kalanick and Ian Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um not to say that those guys have been playing poorly, but it's just, there, there, there is a difference. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, Murphy, you hope he can come back uh, soon. You know, he was in, in concussion protocol. Um, McCabe skated with the team pr- uh, prior to the game yesterday, but wasn't in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I, again, I don't know what's, what, what his uh, um, situation is. Hopefully it, it can be resolved, whatever it needs mm-hmm. to be. And, 
Um, I, I'm assuming I, have, I haven't confirmed it, but I'm assuming he is on the trip to Montreal yeah. um, for tomorrow's game. So we'll probably get him back into the, they'll probably get him back into the lineup. So yeah, you miss those guys. You can't, you can't really play yeah. Seth Jones 30 minutes a night to, and you know, as, yeah. as a long-term plan. And obviously they have not been as good as they were hoping. The Blackhawks were hoping they were, but you know, with a McCabe, the injury, I, we've talked, I talked about this, a couple other episodes that you're hoping he's just still rounding into shape from his knee injury. And yeah, you know, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, obviously with, with hockey players, you know, lower body knee injuries, those are, those are things that, that can be tricky. And and some, some guys can bounce back really quickly and some guys it, it, it takes more time and, um, you know, kind of similar to, to, to Kirby Doc coming back from his mm-hmm. his uh, wrist injury. A lot of it can be, you know, just physical confidence in in what you can do. Um, yeah, I mean, McCabe hasn't been necessarily the uh, the kind of shutdown defenseman that I think the Blackhawks were hoping him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his his mobility has been good uh, as far as you know, looking recovered from his uh, from his knee injury. Um, you know, he was he was ready to start the season right away. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it could be, it could be a, a physical confidence thing. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's also, you, you know, he's, he was coming into a, a new team, uh, a whole, a whole new system from what he was playing in Buffalo where he had spent his entire career. So, you know, there's still an adjustment period for him there as well. Um, you know, just kind of from a, from an X's and O's standpoint. So, you know, he's, he's a, a part of the team for, you know, part of the defensive core for, for a while signed, you know, four-year contract. So um, hopefully it's, it's something that he can figure out and get back to uh, being one of the more defensively sound and, and reliable guys in the lineup. Yep. So, and then um, just a couple final things, obviously uh, Jujar Kara, very scary incident last night in the game. He mm-hmm. is okay. I, I mean, He's out indefinitely, but he's alert and everything seems to be okay. He's out of the hospital, but that was just an all-around very frightening thing. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, seeing him, um, you know, be be released from the hospital and and be responsive and good spirits, all that is is good. Um, you know, there is yeah, there is no timetable for his return. I mean, he's deaf. I've you know, I don't know if it's officially been announced, but I'm assuming he's going to be in concussion protocol for a while. Um, yeah, just a just a really bad, really bad scene last night. Um, you know, it's it's, it's a hit that is um, divisive amongst uh, amongst people in, in hockey and fans and pundits and whatnot. Um, you know, in in the moment, it's it's you can say yeah he had his head down and and trooper was coming through and 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 all that but at some point you know there was no penalty on the on on the play um i would assume the department of player safety is going to look at it and trooper will have to face something fine and or suspension whatever it is because he hit him in the head i mean it's it was in it it was an elbow yeah his elbow it was, it was, uh, you know, from, from everything that you see, you know, in the replay, slow motion, all angles, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, it's, it's shoulder, it's elbow, it's on his chin. Um, you know, the follow through shirt, you know, it came through his chest, but that's, it's not, it's not a, 
it's not a shoulder to shoulder, shoulder to chest situation. It's mm-hmm. shoulder to chin and everything else come, comes behind it. So I, I think the NHL, if they, if they really want to make a change um, and actually, you know, protect their players, the responsibility uh, for these kinds of hits needs to be put on the player making the hit. You can't go after a vulnerable player um, headhunting. You know, this is, this yes. isn't the NHL of, you know, 20 years ago where you got a guy like Scott Stevens running mm-hmm. over Paul Correa. And yeah. it's one of the most iconic hits in NHL mm-hmm. history, you know, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But Paul Correa had his career cut short because of concussions yes. and he can't remember large portions of his life. Yeah. So what are we, you know, what are we doing here? You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the head down, the, the head down excuse, I get it. You know, I've, yeah, yeah. I've, I've played hockey. I've been, you know, I've been caught looking yeah. for the puck in my feet. And what, what know, do they say? The game happens fast. It's a, yeah, it does. Second. It does. But when, when you start, you know, taking the, you know, the, Oh, he had his head down. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, something that, 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 that player has to learn not to do. Mm-hmm. You need to take that away from the game and put it on the guy who's coming at someone with his head down and say, Hey, just because this guy has his head down doesn't mean yeah. he deserves to be knocked out so unconscious season, yeah. on the ice. Yeah. So, you know, you, you need to start penalizing all contact, you know, up high mm-hmm. and, and to the head, mm-hmm. um, whether it's called on the ice or has to be called well, you know, something retroactively. Yeah. You have to start enforcing that if you're actually going to take the health of the players mm-hmm. um, and take concussion seriously, which honestly, we haven't seen yeah. the NHL do. No, no. And so, I was going to say, um, go ahead. I, I hate to um, propose more instant replay, but they really should have to call that, like, be able to review the hit on the ice like that during yeah. the game and, you know, to kick somebody out. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a gray area where you have, you know, the intervention of technology, like what what is the, the line to cross? Um, I think I think, you know, like you mentioned before, the game happens so fast mm-hmm. um, that there needs to be some leeway where replay can be involved yeah. to get something right, you know, to we, quote, quote unquote, yeah. get, get right in that situation. Yeah, I mean, we've you, seen it in football and basketball where they review like, right. you know, flagrant fouls and stuff. Right. I mean, to, to, to get something right in that situation doesn't take away the fact that uh, Kara was, was mm-hmm. in, you know, hit and unconscious and it, you know, doesn't take that away from it, but it at least puts the um, sets the precedent that, you know, you're, you, you you're not going to be able to have players running around and, and, and laying hits mm-hmm. like that and having yeah. them go uncalled. And um, also just, you saw the rest of the game, then there's more fights with Truba and more people taking runs at people and, that can lead yeah. to more people getting hurt. Yeah, right, if you've been ejected, you wouldn't have that. Right, and it 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 goes into you know the the more old school mindset of of hockey of the players policing themselves. Well, I get it, but at at some point the referees have to have control over the game. At some point, that's what they're there to do. They're there to call the game. Um, 
you know, call, calling penalties in the NHL is a whole nother discussion that, that mm-hmm. is, is, is a, is a poor area of the league. Um, and then, you know, the department of player safety, it's literally called department of player safety. You're supposed mm-hmm. to, your, your okay, job is there to, to make the right calls and, and take the right actions to protect players, both retroactively and in the future, setting precedents for, for dangerous mm-hmm. hits and dangerous actions. So I, I would be very surprised, but also at the same time, not surprised if mm-hmm. Truba were to come away with nothing significant from this. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a, a good point to end this on. So I will let you plug your various stuff at Bleacher Nation, Blackhawks, and your Twitter and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, my uh, my Twitter handle is is at Mario underscore Tarabasi T I R A B A S S I. Um, you can follow all my work at uh, BleacherNation.com. Uh, uh, go to the Blackhawks page, find it all there. Uh, got a good group of guys over there covering uh, Blackhawks and Cubs and Bulls and Bears. Uh, and on Twitter, you can find uh, find the work at uh, BN underscore Blackhawks. All right. Well. Mario, thank you for coming on my podcast and, you know. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is yeah. a good, good discussion. I'm, I'm glad that the, uh, glad that the team is having some better results than they were at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. Cause this would have been a much, yes. would have been a much, uh, much more sad, uh, much sadder discussion if, if yes, it, it was, uh, if it was in October. For sure. All right. Well, thank you. I am on Twitter at STH 85. My co-host, Michael, is MJ underscore Ernst. And you can subscribe to the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. We will be back next week, and Michael will be back. And again, I want to thank Mario for coming on. And as you heard, you can find his work on Bleacher Nation. And go Hawks.